Now, the program to help you and your family get fit and stay fit with a biblical foundation without a one-size-fits-all plan. It's Faith Family Fitness with your host, Full Armor Sports and National Champion Coach, Jason Lupo. This is Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. Today we are talking about proprioception, kinesthetic awareness. We're talking about body mapping and the ability to move our bodies the way that we want to. So we're going to talk a little bit about the science behind it and some applicable tools as to how we can use that information to better help our athletes and ourselves when it comes to technique changes and improvement. And we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago, but we're just going to touch on it a little bit more, spend a little bit more time on it and talk about some of the, uh, the, the real life applications that we've seen in the last couple weeks, uh, given some changes that we've made to our program and trying to increase this body mapping and body awareness and this mind-muscle connection. And so we're going to talk about that. Hopefully we'll leave you with some helpful tools that you can incorporate into your training program and that you can also teach your kids so that they can better understand how to move their bodies as well. And we're going to talk about how we got to this point in this country that we end up having this reduced level of proprioception as well as sport. And so we're going to talk about all that stuff when we return after this uh, brief 60-second timeout. Thanks for listening to Faith Family Fitness, a presentation of Full Armor Sports Teams. Teamwork is at the core of any successful organization. Full Armor Sports, led by national champion coach Jason Lupo, is now registering for school year sports programs. Full Armor is a multi-sport teaching and training organization with homeschool options available. All of Full Armor Sports coaches are certified and experts in their field. Full Armor's coaches combine for over 500 years of coaching experience. They will help your kids gain fundamental skills, the concepts of teamwork, essential to being successful throughout their lives. Multiple sports options are available now, from swimming, softball and volleyball, to powerlifting and youth MMA. The faith-based approach to making sports fun and productive are a great choice for your kids at Full Armor Sports Teams. Learn more at FullArmorSportsTeams.com. Welcome back to Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. It should be no uh, surprise to us the degree to which uh, this country and our kids have slowly started to lack this body awareness, this this ability to move their body how they want, this mind-muscle connection. We become far more sedentary in our lifestyle, so we're not moving as much. And then all the, the, the playground equipment that built this proprioception, this understanding of where the body is in space, has by and large been pulled off the playgrounds because they're unsafe quote-unquote, unsafe. And we've replaced a lot of the sand and a lot of these things in the playground because it was too hard to keep up with, with with other synthetic materials that, that doesn't have the same type of uh, response or, or, or tactility um, that allows our kids to, to truly grow in this idea of body mapping and body awareness. 
And so first, when we when we talk about proprioception and we talk about this uh, this body awareness, I want you all, all these all, all my listeners here to understand kind of what I'm talking about. And if you're driving right now, please don't do this. But you're going to start. What I want you to do is I just want you to close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine this silhouette of your body in your head. And then I want you to start moving your arms. And if you've got your eyes closed and you start moving that arm and you've created this silhouette image of yourself in your head, you'll see that that arm starts moving, right? You know exactly where that arm is in space at all times. It's a unique feature that humans have as opposed to a lot of the rest of the mammals and animal kingdom. We have this unique sense of proprioception is what we call that. This body awareness, this body mapping. Now, what happens is if we get injured, sometimes we we shadow some of that body mapping. We don't have as clear understanding as where that body is in space. And so that becomes an issue. And the other thing is, is over the course of, of time with sport, you know, sport is as healthy as it is in healthy unhealthy. And and I say this all the time and people, you know, some people kind of get upset, but sport by and large, there's, there's a huge component of it that is, that is not healthy. You know, we talk about muscle imbalance a lot of times in the medical field and, you know, you'll hear chiropractors and physical therapists talking about, you know, muscular balance. And we're not talking about like balancing on a board. We're talking about the difference between like uh, your quads and your hamstrings, right? A dominant muscle group and a muscle group that's not being utilized or used as well. Now, in sport, we require, to a certain degree, imbalance in the body. We require imbalance in the body because that's what the sport demands. And we have to meet the demand of which sport we are competing in. So if you look at shoulders, you see that rounded shoulder posture where the pectoral muscles and the lats are way overutilized, okay? And some other muscles, the back and the shoulders don't get used as much. And so you tend to see this posture change in swimmers. Now, if we were to 100% correct that, we were 100% to uh, balance out the body, that swimmer would not be as fast in the water. Now, that doesn't mean that we can ignore the opposite muscles. It doesn't mean that we can ignore the back in a swimmer and let the chest get all sorts of tight and still be without problems because eventually it will lead to problems if you have absolutely no idea as to how to fire the other opposing muscle groups. And we see this in cyclists. Right, cyclists. The the body angles on a bike are unnatural to most other sports. We see this really tight hip flexors to a large extent, and these really strong quads in cyclists. Now you start building up the quads strong enough, and the femur starts to move forward. And the acetabulum, which is which is that socket that we think of when we think of a ball and socket joint, the acetabulum. So that femur starts to sit forward, it starts to move forward, it starts to 
starts to change positioning if we are not engaging the glutes and hamstrings at all. And so, yes, sport requires muscle imbalance. No, we are not trying to 100% fix the muscle imbalance. We're trying to be, I guess the right word in today's society would be equitable. (laughs) We want to create some sort of equality between the muscle groups. Now, it doesn't mean that we're going to try and specifically overwork those opposing muscles, but we have to at least understand, number one, how to fire them or how to contract them. And number two, we have to create some sort of tension and strength in order to keep joints moving the way that they should. And so there is a clear difference. I'm not not suggesting that you look at every sport and go, well, this is the imbalance that it creates and specifically aim to go, you know, fix that imbalance. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to create uh, stability in the joints while still allowing for force production. So sometimes the, the body positions that we have to get into to apply force create that inequality that we see in those opposing muscle groups. So talking about that, when we have removed some of this equipment from playgrounds, our kids are sedentary, they're sitting behind a computer screen, they're sitting behind video games, they're no longer getting the experience of moving their body outside of organized activity. And so we have created and we have great organized activities in this country and our youth sports programs keep getting better and better and better to a large extent. But if all my if all the kids are doing is that one specific sport, okay, we haven't gained awareness on how to truly move the body outside of that sport. And so number 1, it makes it harder for the coaches inside that sport to work with your kids and get them to understand how to move their bodies. But number two, it leads to some of the imbalance we just talked about. And so we have to have a fine, uh, I mean, I won't even say fine balance. We need to get our kids outside playing more so that they gain that body awareness so that they're able to perform the tasks that are asked of them inside of the sport that they're playing. And so I I don't like to beat up on uh, single sport athletes. And and to a large degree, I, I disagree with a chunk of the science and a chunk of the literature trying to direct people off of single sport uh, for their kids. You know, they should play multiple sports. And so I've got a roundabout answer to that. And the answer is, yes, they should play multiple sports. But no, let's not demonize the single sport athlete. Instead, what we need to do is figure out within these sports programs that require more uh, commitment to a given sport, okay? Um, you know, the ones that come to mind in, in my head are gymnastics, swimming, uh, you know, ballet, a lot of these individual sports that require a lot of training to stay at a at an elite level. There are kids that choose that track for themselves. That's fine. Okay. When you're talking about basketball and baseball and football, right? The the boys three, 
that that for decades and centuries in this country have been the big three for boys, right? You know, baseball, basketball, football. And you see a lot of crossover between the three and a lot of athletes play multiple of those sports. It, it, it's a different game. And, and I think if, if we want to truly look from an outsider's perspective in with no judgment in our brains about single sport or multi-sport athletes or whatever, or uh, sports specialization as we'd call it, and we're looking in, okay, we should be able to see the differences. And, and one of the things that's not 100% addressed in some of these uh, literature and books is the fact that we aren't looking at the differences. We aren't looking at the differences in terms of energy systems and what's required. And so, no, I do not believe that a baseball pitcher at 10 years old should be throwing ridiculous amounts of balls and going to private lessons and practice and throwing games on the weekend. You don't even see professional pitchers throwing as many pitches as some of these kids do. And so, luckily, Little League and those places have drastically cut down how many pitches a kid can throw, but that also doesn't stop or or change what's happening outside of what goes on in Little League or what goes on inside you know, a tournament weekend, right? So we're still not counting pitches 100%. But there's a difference. There's a difference between a swimmer and a cyclist and a baseball player in terms of sport demand and in terms of how we're building awareness in the body and what the sport requires. Swimming requires a lot of work within energy systems become more efficient and it requires training and training and training and training and training. Baseball, in terms of the energy systems utilized, is not the primary focus in training. It's skill and technique development. There's a lot of what we do in baseball. It's a lot of what we do in basketball. All right? So the sports are different. We can't look at them the same. But like we do in our swim program... And what I encourage all of these single sport athletes to do is to be an athlete first and foremost, and then be a swimmer, right? We want them to be athletic. We want them to know how to move their body. We want them to have that body awareness. And then they're a swimmer second, right? Now, it's a mindset thing, and it's a, it's a mindset thing in the eyes of our coaches, and it's the mindset thing in the eyes of, of myself, in terms of looking at how we go about doing training, but they're swimmers. They know that they know that they're swimmers. We still need them to be athletics, athletic. We need them to be athletes in this process. So we need them to know how to move their body. We need them to grow strength, gain power, all of that stuff. And I know some of the stuff seems like it's kind of on a rant and maybe it is a lot of what I do is ranting, but this is what we got to do for our athletes. So if we have athletes playing multiple sports, great. I encourage it. I hope that a lot of our athletes play multiple sports, but we do have single sport athletes. I, I, I don't want to continue to demonize them in, in terms of, you know, saying your kids should never just specialize in one sport. Um, and there's, you know, plenty of other things that go into that conversation. But in terms of body awareness, kinesthetic awareness, some sports require more training, sorry, we have to now figure out how to gain what that child is missing in a sport like swimming 
because they're not playing other sports because of the demand of swimming. But it doesn't mean that we can skip that aspect of development in their athletic career. We still have to gain proprioception, body awareness, body mapping. So because we have sports specialization, because we no longer have kids going outside to play on a regular basis, because we've changed the landscape of our parks and recreation departments to make them more safe, whatever, blah, 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 get rid of the equipment that's dangerous, that actually gains you know, kinesthetic awareness in, in, in children. We have this problem. We have this problem, this lack of our kids knowing how to fire their bodies, their muscles. So what we've done, and we've done some experiments, because I always experiment on my athletes, is if you've listened to the show plenty of times, you understand this. I do a lot of experimenting. We've done some experimenting. We've done some experimenting in the gym in terms of trying to get our kids to understand how to fire muscles and how to position and, and how to position some of their uh, joints in, in different various movement patterns to try to get them to understand how to move their body better. Now, so one of the biggest things that we've done is we've just asked kids to flex muscles. So I've got a kid, uh, I said, you know, flex your quads. Muscles on the front part of your legs connect between your hip and your knee. Yeah, that's the layman's term, uh, you know, way of explaining it, but the quads. So I asked him to fire his quads. I asked him to flex his quads, and he couldn't do so. And I said, okay, your job is to continually try to fire these things until you can get them to work, right? And so we tried to cue different things in terms of, like, how to fire it, and then tried to give him the feeling, the tactile feeling of actual touch, touch his quads as they're firing. So we had him do a hack squat, kind of like a squat machine, right? Hop on there, said, okay, I want you to go down really slowly. I want you to feel your quads contracting as they go down. And he put his hands there and he felt his, his quads becoming harder and harder as he went lower and lower, signifying the tension that's that's created in the quadricep muscle during that movement. And then I said, okay, explode back up and then try to contract your quads at the top. And he struggled at first, but now we're two weeks into this experiment. And 100% the other day I said, contract your quads and boom, kicked it out. And his, his quads are now huge and very defined. And he knows now how to fire them. Okay. And so we started this experiment because I, I can get rather frustrated sometimes if kids aren't changing what I'm asking them to change. And sometimes it has nothing to do with them not being able. Let me, let me rephrase that. Sometimes they're trying to make a change, but they don't actually know how to make the change because they don't have that body awareness that we're looking for. Sometimes they're trying to make the change, but they can't make the change because they don't know where their body is in space or they don't know if they've made the change. And so I always tell my athletes, I wrote it on the board the other day. I said, if it doesn't feel any different, you probably haven't changed anything, right? Because it's true. If it, if it doesn't feel any different, if the movement doesn't feel any different, you haven't changed any different. We need this mind-body connection of understanding when we make a change, what it should feel like so that we can reinforce it at another time. So that's one example, quadriceps firing. It's one of my power lifters and swimmers. And then I said, okay, we're going to try to learn how to fire every other muscle in the body, right? So I said, okay, 
we're going to try to hit just general bodybuilding poses for, you know, 10 rounds of six seconds every day. And so I said, okay, let's do this. So we kind of worked on some of it, figuring out how to contract some of the muscles. And uh, I said, okay, this is your job. Go home, try to contract these muscles 10 times uh, for six seconds every single day. Get an idea of how to contract these muscles. He's done it. And immediately we've seen the results across sports, across swimming and across powerlifting I have seen this kid remarkably be able to fire the muscles I'm asking him to fire, make the changes I'm asking him to make, and make those technical adjustments because now he has a better idea of, number one, how to fire the muscles, but number two, where his body is in space just by activating the nervous system. So it's pretty incredible some of this stuff that we can do on our end even though we're in this like single sport mentality, even though he's a powerlifter and a swimmer, this, this, I, this mentality of single sport athletes, if I did that with all my swimmers, how much more kinesthetic awareness and proprioception could I get out of them so that they can actually make the changes I'm asking them to make? And so we're going we're gonna to run this experiment for a while on our swim team and see what happens. When we come back, we're going to take a brief time out. When we come back, I'm going to uh, talk one more example of some of this stuff and then we're going to wrap it up for this weekend's edition so hang with us for 60 seconds thanks for listening to faith family fitness a presentation of full armor sports teams teamwork is at the core of any successful organization at full armor sports led by national champion coach jason lupo a christ-centered approach to sports fundamentals and fitness has earned his company the respect of athletes and their parents Full Armor Sports is committed to helping youth in our community experience growth through sports and to strive for improvement and excellence. Further, youth compete as individuals coming together with a sense of teamwork, camaraderie, and support for one another. At Full Armor Sports, the reality is achievements, failures, wins, and losses eventually fade away. But the bonds team members form through competition evolve into relationships lasting forever. Learn more at FullArmorSports.com. Welcome back to Faith Family Fitness. Today's topic of conversation has been proprioception, mind-body connection, uh, body mapping, all of that fun stuff that we talk about on a regular basis with our athletes in terms of being in check and tune with their bodies. Now, you may be asking the question, why does this matter to me? I'm not an athlete. I'm not trying to, you know, win a medal, blah, 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 blah. It matters to all of us because we still need our bodies to work for us day in, day out, every day of the week. And so as we grow older, as we accrue more injuries, we have less and less body awareness. We reduce proprioception and we can no longer move as well. And if we reduce proprioception to a large extent, we will find ourselves in positions that we can no longer overcome with our bodies. So when we end up on unstable surfaces or we end up planting our foot to turn, if we don't have that proprioception, if we don't know how to fire those muscles, if our body knows, no longer knows how to respond, we set ourselves up for injuries. So all of this information is just as useful for the lay person that's not an athlete, maybe a weekend warrior, 
as it is for my athletes. We have to understand where our body is in space in order to make the changes that we need to make, especially when we talk about posture and sitting at a desk for long periods of time, making sure that we understand where our body is so we can adjust our joint positions so we can get into an ideal posture to live life pain-free. Thank you for joining us this Saturday. We are here every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on Faith Family Fitness. Don't forget to check out fullarmorsportsteams.com in order to find some youth sports programs for your kids to enroll in. Thank you for joining us. See you next week. This has been Faith Family Fitness with Coach Jason Lupo of Full Armor Sports Teams of Colorado Springs. Join him at the same time next week for Faith Family Fitness on The Word 100.7.